What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we're on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie and or TV show of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by Nick Ziegler. Howdy, howdy. This week, we are continuing our review series of The Last of Us. We are reviewing episode number four. So if you have not watched episode four or watched any of the previous episodes, then you need to back out of this episode and, well, go watch those episodes and then come back. Uh, we'll, we'll be here, I promise you. But before we do this, I just want you to know how much I love y'all and how much I'm pushing through this, this cold that I'm dealing with. This is, this is my flu game, okay? I don't, I don't mean to like toot my own horn or anything like that, but I'm Michael Jordan it right now, all right? I'm, this is my flu game. I'm doing this for y'all because I'm a man of integrity, man of honor, and I'm loyal to you. So I You're try my to us all. I know. I, I try my best. Okay. Try my best. But this is episode number four of our review series. We've already reviewed episodes one, two, and three. And Nick joined me on the previous episode. So uh, I'm bringing him back for these future episodes just to kind of get his take on everything since he has not played the game. So we will be talking spoilers for episodes one, two, and three, possibly, uh, but definitely uh, episode four, obviously, because that's what the one we're reviewing. But I will also, while I try not to compare games to the movies and yada, 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 um, I, I think it is interesting to compare both with this series. So I will be trying to fill in the things that are different versus the game. Uh, this episode's a lot different in comparison to the third episode. This one doesn't have too many differences with it. So uh, it'll be interesting to see which ones uh, have changed. But before we jump into this episode, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Support us at any of those tiers and you get access to our Discord, which is where all the fucking fun and shenanigans happens. So yeah. Patreon.com slash two game. That's enough of that bullshit. Let's get down to it. You ready, sir? Let's do it. The Last of Us, episode four. Please hold to my hand. Traveling through Missouri on their way to Wyoming, which, by the way, I think it was last episode, you and I had talked about them saying it was five hours. Yeah, we missed the 20 part. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, so they are going to Wyoming. Okay, never mind. <laughs> So Joel and Ellie take a necessary detour through the ruins of Kansas City, where they are ambushed by bandits. Joel kills two of them, but a third overpowers him and nearly strangles him to death before Ellie saves him by shooting the man with Frank's pistol. More bandits, led by Kathleen, find the bodies. Kathleen, believing Joel and Ellie are in contact with a man she seeks named Henry, orders a manhunt. Joel and Ellie bond, and he lets her keep the pistol. Kathleen's second-in-command, Perry, shows her a room with something growing underground. But Kathleen orders him to conceal it until they find Henry. Until they scout a way out of the city, they sleep in a high-rise apartment for the night. And then that's when they awake to find Henry and his brother, Sam, holding them at gunpoint. So what did you think about this episode? This is a return to form for me. I like this one. This one was good. There was a there was a lot of character building and a lot of relationship building in this episode. It was it was interesting to watch. Yes, this is this is kind of the episode I've been waiting for, where we kind of get that development of 
the relationship between Ellie and Joel. And I think we needed that up to this point. Honestly, I think we should have shifted this to episode three. I, I think that would probably have been a better choice uh, for the for the run of the show, I think. Uh, because we, we definitely needed this type of episode where we get to develop that relationship. And uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't a relationship like the development of this relationship is not oh it's like next scene it's all of a sudden they're fucking they love each other and has this father-daughter relationship no you it continues from episode two and then this episode i mean he doesn't even he's still he's he's still calling her cargo at the very beginning of the episode yep so, which is exactly what we said last or what i said last episode how he treats her she's just a bag of luggage so yep and then at the end of the episode, he's, I mean, I don't think we've seen him laugh this entire episode. So you could see that relationship starting to build. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where where that relationship is going to go uh, in the next what five episodes. Yeah, I was <clears throat> and I liked it. They made Ellie seem more like a teenage girl in this episode, not some hard, badass, give a fuck mentality. She. She was actually a more relatable person in this episode. Like she wasn't as annoying to me as normally. And I don't know if maybe that's what they're trying to get across is we're all supposed to be Joel and completely annoyed by her for the first few episodes. And then we're like, okay, she's not that bad. You know what they're trying to do, but I actually liked her in this episode. That her character is more so like she definitely has these types of episodes in the game where she's playful and she's acting like that 14-year-old, 15-year-old girl. She's just playful, saying stupid shit, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but she also has that that dark side to her, which we kind of get alluded to uh, at the very beginning of this episode where she's playing with the gun and she's over here fucking smelling the damn thing. <laughs> Creep. And then what was it like last episode? She was uh, she stabbed the, the uh, zombie in the head. And she just mm-hmm. did it all slow and looking at him and whatnot. So she definitely has a dark side to her. And she's definitely this sarcastic, snippy teenage girl, which is, I guess, a typical teenage girl, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm not raising a teenage girl yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> not there yet. <laughs> but she's definitely a uh, fuck you kind of girl, you know? Like, uh, she's she's going to tell you to fuck off if she doesn't like you. And... Yeah, we got got through the first like episode two, and then a little bit last episode we got that a little bit. Uh, but this episode, yeah, we got the we got the aspect of her being more of a teenager, where she's reading these puns from a book. And you know what, what's funny to me is she's reading the first couple puns, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, that man's punny, but I wouldn't say that I'm laughing about it. And then the last one, the diarrhea joke, it got me. Yep. <laughs> it got me. <laughs> I uh, I can't can't say that I did not recycle all of those puns as dad jokes to my wife the next day. I I was watching an episode in bed and I just I leaned over to my wife. I was like, "Bruh." <laughs> 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 I, I may have woken her up laughing at some of those things. So yeah, man, it was just it was a, it was a great episode to kind of get get back in the swing of things and and really further that relationship. But we also get some things outside of the relationship. We get some development of of each individual character, of Joel and Ellie. And then we also get introduced to Kathleen, who is not in the game. 
So that's a brand new character. Um, we get introduced to Sam and Henry at the very end of the game. I had talked a couple episodes about two characters that they were going to meet up with soon. Mm-hmm. These are the two characters that I'm referring to. Okay, and you weren't expecting them for another couple episodes, huh? I, I think I was expecting them like episode five. Yeah. So kind of surprised it took uh, so so soon, but hey, I'm 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 fine with it. I think. Um, but the biggest thing to me about this episode was was the after they get ambushed and they're in that little that little like convenience store or whatever. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, all of that is one for one with the game. Like exactly oh, training her how to use the how to hold a pistol and everything. And oh, I think so. I don't know. I don't know about that part. I can't remember. Uh, but like the dude walking and saying, "I need help! I need help!" and Joel's like, "Buckle up!" All that is word for word what happened in the game. Uh, the only difference is in the game, their truck gets hit with a car with a bus or some shit like that. Uh, but it does crash into another building, and they get out and have a little shootout and whatnot. So for the most part, all that was exactly how it happened in the game. But the interesting part, portion of that, and I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it, was her coming to save Joel. And she pulls the pistol out to, to save him. And up to this point, I mean, I wouldn't say that she necessarily likes the guy, but she likes him enough to, to come save him, you know? And... I think a lot of the episode past that point is dependent on this one little scene because, you know, she mentions that this isn't the first time that she's done anything like this. And then Joel also alludes to possibly killing innocents out there and the ambushes, you know, he's been on both sides of it. So I think all that's very, very interesting in the grand scheme of what the show is going to, where the show is going to go. So I just want to get your thought on it, sir. What do you think about all those scenes? I think they uh, they put them together well. I mean, the the whole her crawling out from behind the wall and shooting the guy in the back. I was a little concerned that the bullet was going to go through the guy and, and Nick Joel also. But um, <clears throat> I mean, that was pretty well done. I think. I mean, they, she alludes to her having killed somebody before. I'm, I, I'm assuming she means another person and not the the fungus infected guy that she stabbed in the head the episode prior. But um, I think her shrugging it off real quick. You know, you see her crying real fast, and then he's like, "Hey, I need your help. Let's get you know get your shit together. Let's go." And she just kind of sucks it up, Buttercup kind of thing. Uh, I'm curious to see if that comes back around in future episodes where she starts breaking down from that, from that experience and starts blaming him or something, you know, just making her more human in that aspect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the developers are definitely keen on changing those aspects up. So maybe we, uh, maybe we will get that, sir. How, How are you liking the subtle changes that they're making? So I'm I've never been this huge guy that shout out um this huge guy that complains about shit not being one for one what the game is because if that was the case then I would just go play the game again you know if I if that's what I wanted so going through these episodes I'm not looking and saying oh that's not like the game fuck this show I'm not watching it this is bullshit you know I'm I'm not really 
in that mindset. With episode three, with episode three it was a little bit different because I didn't necessarily dislike what they what they changed with the story because I mean a lot of that was already alluded to to begin with. They just expanded on it. The issue with episode three was that it came too soon, and we we spent an entire episode on two characters that aren't going to be in the show the rest of the time, or as far as we're aware of. So that was the only thing that I didn't like about episode three. The little subtle changes, I'm I'm perfectly okay with. Do you think they're making it better or along the same value? I I don't think it's better. the The thing is with with the game because we have the uh, the spores in the game, right. and we don't have that in the show. We have the. Uh, the, you step on a vine and they they hear you from like a mile away or some yeah, shit. The hive mind mentality. Yeah, I that's probably the only thing so far that I would say I'm like, eh, not really. Because I think they could have a lot of tension with spores and whatnot. I mean, hell, it was it was uh tense when you played the when you played the game with it. Right. But I mean that's not gonna hold my opinion back from the show anything like that. I'm I'm fine with it. It doesn't change my opinion. But uh but yeah, I wouldn't say that it, this is any better than the game or the game is better than this. I think it's a nice little addition to that, to the game. One day especially, I'll buy a PlayStation and I'll, I'll play it. <laughs> especially, especially that opening scene. I think the opening scene definitely worked better. And I would say that's the only thing so far that I would say is just 100% probably better than the game. Because you got time with Sarah, right? In that opening act, where I mean, you play as her in the game, so all that's from Sarah's point of view when you start the game. So I would say this that was definitely better than the game because you got more time with her, and you got to see her doing regular stuff, and you also got to see the the buildup of the infection and and chaos and and whatnot. So I will say that's the one thing that's been better in the show so far has been the opening scene for episode one. Have you gone back to watch episode one? No, I have not. Okay, so I have a question. When she's in the watch shop and she's getting Joel's watch fixed and the lady comes out from behind the back and she's like, yo, him it up. We're done. Like, we're closing up shop. We're leaving. <clears throat> and she And she looks at Sarah and she's like, you need to go home. Like, I understand things were starting to go down at that point, but it, it just made it sound like the woman behind the counter knew more than she was letting on. Like, initially, I got like, oh, this is like some incel, you know, like, hey, we've launched the attack, like we need to go kind of thing. Like it was more of a terrorist scheme versus it was a fungus that accidentally got put in some bread. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't really, I guess, really think about it when it happened. But yeah, she she does seem like she she knows more and she's not on it. But also, why'd you let her go back out there if you know shit's falling apart? Right. <laughs> what kind of fucking human being are you? <laughs> you need to go home now. <laughs> like, how about you like walk her home or drive her home or some shit? I don't know. Right. It's just kid. But yeah, it just, it made it seem like they were 
they they were privy to more information than they were letting on. Yeah, um, I mean, now that you mention it, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe she was, but yeah, I didn't think I didn't think about it at the time. And me going into it not knowing absolutely anything—that's what I kind of thought the plot was. Was you know a terrorist cell infected a bunch of bread and grains and whatever else, and now it's just like, oh no, it was just something that just accidentally happened. Accident. <laughs> Whoopsie. So, uh, a few other thoughts about this episode. Uh, one thing that they did in this game or this uh, episode. I don't remember if they did it in the game or not, but it's a nice little touch. And they did it in the second game. I 100% know they did it in the second game. And this isn't a spoiler or anything. This is just like a little, little, I guess, fun fact or whatnot. But when Joel and Ellie kill those guys, and then you have the other bandits kind of show up, and they're like, body, body, it's Brian. Mm -hmm. They're kind of acknowledging him. In the second game, I know for a fact that they made a conscious effort or a conscious choice to name all the people that were dead to kind of humanize them and, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I did like that little that little bit of a tidbit uh, for this episode because one, it does humanize them by giving them a name. And then also it's just like the damn, the damn game where they're like body, body, you know, because that does happen in the game. Like you'll have the people that walk by when you're doing your little stealth kills. And they'll say, here's a body. Be on the lookout. You know, it's kind of like Arkham, the Arkham games. Did you play the Arkham games? No, I haven't. Oh. <clears throat> I haven't. I haven't played video games really, truly, honestly, in like a decade. I got to get you back on it, man. I got to get you back on it. Hey, look, man, this, this whole time away from work right now, I've been able to do some self-care. I've been able to turn on the Switch a little bit and play some random things. But it's been a good two-month break, man. I, I'm, I'm seriously jealous of you. <laughs> Have you, have you played Breath of the Wild yet? Um, dude, I, I, I turned it on and I'm in the desert right now, riding those sand seal motherfuckers. <laughs> and I'm just like, I just, I can't. And it's like, I, I've been watching videos on like how to play the game because I'm just, I can't get into it. I've tried so hard to get into this game and it's, I need direction. And Breath of the Wild is so open that there is no direction for me to go to. That that is absolutely fair. That that game has no direction whatsoever. You just go and do whatever you want. Yeah, I need direction. I need people to say, "Hey, you really need to go here." Like like I understand exploring the areas and stuff, but you know, tell me when to go to those areas <laughs> and not get your ass kicked when you go there. <laughs> I'm dying every five minutes, and I'm just like, this is not fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing I learned about that game is, and maybe this will be something that you take into effect or whatnot if you decide to play it again, is not every enemy needs to be fought. And as somebody that has a history of, I can't let an enemy (laughs) stay alive, I have to kill them all. It was very hard for me to learn that in that game, but it was a lesson that was, well, it was a good lesson to learn, by the way. The, the, I'm 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 gonna spend money on number two, but I really want them to fix one thing in the game, and that's let me repair my fucking weapons. Yes, that that was the biggest complaint from everybody in that in that first game. You hit two things, and it's just like, oh, it's broken. It's like, bruh, really? Yeah, 
Make it like The Witcher, where you have to repair it every so often. Right, and I'm cool with that. Like as long as because I get these nice weapons and I hit five times and it's broken, I'm like, well, it's not a nice weapon anymore. Such bullshit. Right. So the last thing that I want to talk about for this episode, and we can cut on out of here. Uh, I I think a lot of the episode is definitely with Joel and Ellie, but a lot of what I really liked from this episode was the stuff that developed Joel more so than Ellie. Because you've learned up to this point, one, his daughter dies in the first episode, and then you get this stark comparison between how he is at the beginning of that first episode to how he is at the second half of that episode where he's just like this, I don't know, this brooding guy that just hates fucking life and he doesn't give a shit about anybody but himself and maybe Tess at that point. And I think this episode kind of further developed that uh, a lot, actually, where we kind of just see him. He just looks like he has hopelessness and he's in like this deep, dark abyss and a lot of that is by the fact that she's doing these puns and he's just like, bro, really? Like, that's not even funny. And then we get that that laugh out of him at the very end of the episode, which to me, I think was very was very much needed uh, so far because now it's it's feel like we're kind of humanizing him a little bit. We're kind of making him more relatable, more likable, I guess you could say. And the issue is Joel just can't connect with Ellie on an emotional level. And he like you can tell he's trying, but he's just you know sto- stone cold and dead inside. You know this kind of goes back to what you said earlier about how he's just like suck it up, get back in the hole, and I'm, I'm gonna kill this person. So I think all that was developed very 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 nicely. And then towards the end of the episode, we see him you know kind of stripping back the armor a little bit, kind of becoming more more likable in the fact that he's he's actually you know giving the gun back to Ellie and, and then kind of showing her and that's the first kind of true father-daughter moment that we get out of these two so far in the show and I think all that was just done very very well uh in this episode I agree and I, I think it's a lot of he put up these walls because of him losing Sarah you know so many years ago and his mentality was always just family, family, family. It's just about family. Nobody else matters. And after he lost Sarah, then it was just his brother. And then he met Tess and she kind of broke in there with him. And it was just like, that's it. It's Tommy and it's, and it's Tess. Nobody else at this point. And I'm only surviving to keep them alive, which goes back to what Bill said in his letter. Like that's the sole purpose of us existing is just to keep the ones we love alive. And Ellie's finally kind of breaking through that armor he's put up. And whether he likes it or not, I think she is more and more becoming a daughter figure and becoming family to where at the end of the day, he's going to do whatever he has to, to keep her alive, not for Tess anymore, but because she becomes family to him. Yeah, because he actually cares for her. Right. And I had a thought in my head and I just completely lost it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, you had you had said something. I was like, oh no, no, this is this is right. Um, but no, um, I, I agree. I agree with all that. I think Joel does have this armor up around him and she's kind of slowly just stripping that armor some. 
And what's interesting to me is I don't even think Joel even realizes it. Because if you watch this episode, he he's, or let me rephrase that. Let's start off with, he says it in the last episode, episode three at the very end. He says, look, we don't need to know each other's backstories. You know, we, we don't need to know about each other. We're just getting from point A to point B. And that's that's the end of that relationship. To from going from that episode to this episode, where they're driving, you know, she's talking about the the magazine and shit being sticky. Dude, that was fantastic because he way, just like fumbles. He's like, uh, 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 uh. By the way, one for one, what happened in, in the game? Oh no, shit! All right, yeah, one for one. But yeah, uh, we get that from that from the last episode where he's like that and then this episode where he's slowly getting that stripped away from him. And I, I, I just don't think he notices it because like I said, he, he mentions that he doesn't want to get to know her or sh- she gets to know him, but she asked him about, uh, what did she ask him about? Was, was she asking him about the, uh, the, the world beforehand? No, she asked what his brother's name was. Yeah, that's right. She was asking about, uh, Tommy. That's right. You're right. And he just, Dude, he's just fucking open book here and just starts talking about Tommy and why he went off and what happened after the uh, the pandemic, I guess, for lack of a better word, the, the end of the <laughs> world. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't even think he knows that he's even having that armor stripped away from him uh, at this point. It, it had to her. She broke the ice with the puns, man. It was all about the dad jokes. That, I mean, that's how you. Uh, that's how you get into, you know, that's how you get into the relationship like that, man. You got <laughs> how you connect with a dad on an emotional level. Start throwing dad jokes out there. The The only thing they could have done to add a little bit of depth to it was her trying to hold a flashlight for him while he was pumping, while he was siphoning gas. Yes. <laughs> I, I love that moment because she's like, how's that even work? And he's like, oh, it's like this and this and you know like this and she's like that sounds like bullshit i don't know man it just fucking works <laughs> it's like straight up like now you got to go back in time and think what did my dad tell me how did my dad explain something to me one day and was he just blowing smoke up my ass yep and that to me is is very relatable because i mean I'm, i don't know about you but me i just come up with bullshit reasons <laughs> for my my kids all the time absolutely why why do you do this oh uh because of such and such reasons. And I'm like, that's such a fucking lie. I don't really fucking know. That's that's like one of the worst things about being a parent. They ask you questions that you don't know the answers to. And then they keep on asking further and further into it. And you're just like, brah, at some point, I'm just going to be like, cuz, just cuz. <laughs> that's that's why it works. <laughs> Stop asking me questions. I don't want to feel like I'm inferior. Dude, so I had to watch the first part of the episode twice because like, in the middle of the night is when I watch all this stuff while everybody's sleeping in the house. And it's that first scene where she's smelling the gun and making the pow pow noises. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And that's like a minute and a half of her in the bathroom pointing the gun in the mirror. And then she walks outside and she starts talking to Joel. And like the first thing she says is in Spanish. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then the whole conversation back and forth is in Spanish. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? HBO is trolling me right now 
Like the whole thing was in Spanish. And then I would go on my phone to change the audio settings to English and it's completely blank. There's no option to change language format, nothing like that. So I'm like scrambling for five minutes, trying to figure out how to reset it to English and restart the whole episode, shut it down, turn it back on. It's still Spanish. It's straight up 10 minutes of me fighting before I could even watch the episode because it was all in Spanish for me. <laughs> Just like close the app out and all that. I had to turn my TV off. I had to restart my phone. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Where's Christian? I need him to translate. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably not going to listen to this episode, but fuck it. I'm not going to tell him. And if he ever listens to it, he's just going to text me. Tell me he hates me. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that sucks, dude. Like, did you you watch it like when it aired? Uh, It was that night. Okay, I, I, know I, I legit thought they were they were just like trolling everybody, and then for me to finally get it to work again, and the first conversation is dad jokes, and I'm like, this was a total troll. <laughs> Fucking HBO Max. Which, by the way, um, if you're listening to this episode the day that we release it, which is the tenth, uh, good news for you is episode five is coming out tonight because of the Super Bowl on Sunday. They uh, wanted to release this next episode a little bit early. So I am 100% down for that. I may watch it tonight. I got a hockey game to go to. So, Ooh, yeah, that's right. I forgot you're going over there. Yeah. Uh, I'm on a reverse 24 tonight. So I, I probably, I probably watch it. I mean, it's at eight o'clock. I usually go to bed around nine. <laughs> <laughs> I go to bed. <laughs> or I go to chair. I should say. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got a busy weekend, but I'm going to try and get it in there. And then uh, sure. I think next week will be I'll be another I'll be on here again next week with you. But then episode six, I'm going to be in Disney. So I'm going to have to miss that one. All right. All right. I guess I'll let, I'll let that slide, I guess. Just one episode, unless you want to do it over the phone. But <laughs> I'm not I'm not promising what my schedule is going to be like. So it's going it's to be hectic. It's going to be yeah. balls to the wall, lines at Disney and. Just can I have this? Can I have that? Can I have this? Can I have that? Yeah, we're, and we're in the process now of proofing all of the T-shirts that my mother made. So, <laughs> hey man, I, I feel you, man. But we have to have a T-shirt for every single day. Oh yeah. And then she's like, "What kind of shirt do you want?" I'm like, "I'm about like a Star Wars shirt." Well, no, we already have a shirt for that day. <laughs> oh, see, I at least got lucky when we're going to Univ- uh, Hollywood Studios. They 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 made me a Mickey Mouse and it's got Star Wars stuff inside of his head. Ooh. So there is that at least. But yeah, she's like, we, are, we already have a, a, a T-shirt for that day. And I'm like, well, why can't I wear it on this day? Well, we're not well, going to be like, studios that day. I'm like, I'm like what I've the got, fuck? I've got Star Wars shirts in my in my closet right now. I can just wear a shirt that I already like. You don't have to make me one that's going to be uncomfortable. Like, like this is already fit to me. It's already right. worn. I like it. Are y'all driving or flying? We're driving. Good luck, sir. It was like 300 a ticket, and I'm like, I'm not paying that. Ooh, that's expensive. <laughs> yeah, so we're leaving next Saturday, driving the 10 hours. We're actually going south of Orlando for that night and staying in some magic hotel thing. I don't know. And then that Sunday, we're just going to hang out in the free part of Disney. Mm-hmm. Oh, Disney Springs? Yeah. Hang out there all day. And then we actually go to the parks starting Monday. All right, sir. Well, I hope you have fun. 
yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Hey, what did you end up uh, scoring this episode? Uh, this episode, we're doing it out of five or ten. 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 Uh, solid don't nine. Ask, don't, don't ask me why I, I score these on scales of one to ten and then movies on one to five. Don't ask me. Okay. I, I, look, <laughs> there, there's logic in there somewhere. Uh, yeah, I'm going I'm to go, go with a nine. I think I'm gonna be right behind you. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a nine as well. I thought it was a a great episode overall that developed that relationship, and they threw in just enough tension with the bandits and some action in there to to kind of keep you going on the edge of your seat and whatnot. I still think it's crazy up to this point. We've had one episode with a zombie out of the first four episodes. Yeah, I mean, episode two. That was it. Yeah, but yeah, we got a little bit in what the last episode, but that doesn't really count because they just exploded. That was that was really all that they were there for. Yeah. But as far as like tent scenes with clickers or anything like that, yeah, we only got one one episode for a zombie show, which is kind of crazy. It's refreshing though. Yeah, it's not like Walking Dead where it was like every single episode was like zombies trying to kill you. And, and well, and it got to the point where it was like so boring because they just. They had a routine down to where it was like, okay, just like two or three zombies and they're dead. No tense scenes. And now it's all about people. Yep. So I, for episode five, I'm assuming they're, I mean, I don't know. I saw the preview for it and it looked like it had one of the, uh, the big bads. And I forget the name of that, that, that zombie, but, uh, which by the way, the, the shit growing in the ground, how it was moving. Yeah, I don't remember anything about that in the game. <laughs> uh, see, I'm curious if it's like the hive mind or if it is like just a whole mess load of fungus zombies crawling through the ground. That would be fucking crazy. <clears throat> like, you know, I'm curious if it's like the the brain of Kansas City that's pulsing right there. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't remember that part in the game uh so it'll be it'll be curious to to go look guys I'm, i I told you last episode i don't remember every single detail about the game i don't remember that i'm just curious like like if it were me in a world like this i would just drive south just because like fungus can't live in dry climates <laughs> so i'm just gonna go to texas <laughs> and it'll be nice and dry and i'll be safe what movie was like that where they were like let's just go down south i mean pretty much any movie that involves the weather like 2012 or whatever fuck that movie <laughs> <laughs> it's not as bad as moonfall but jesus i really want to go watch that just so i can agree with everybody on how bad it is god dude it's so bad <laughs> it's so bad but yeah now, now that you mention it yeah a lot of shit a lot of movies and tv shows let's just go down south Fuck that, man. It's fucking miserable down here. It's like a cow's asshole over here. Well, no, no, no. I'm not talking about Louisiana. Like, it, Louisiana would be a perfect breeding ground for this shit because it's hot, it's humid. South, south. It, would, it would grow like crazy. I'm talking about, like, desert south. That's fair. That's fair. You know, where it's a, it's a, it's a dry heat, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sir, do you have anything else you want to say about this episode before we cut on out of here? No, sir. I'm uh, I'm good. I, I do like how they're bringing back voice actors from the show to act in the show or from voice actors from the movie that to, to act in the actual show. 
Yes. Uh, the one that Tommy Tommy's voice actor. Yes. Uh, he play, he plays Perry. Yeah. I did not know that. I, I didn't catch on to that. I was listening to the uh, to the Last of Us, uh, the HBO Last of Us podcast, which I recommend to everybody. I mean, I would love it if you just listen to our podcast, but hey. This is from the creators. They talk about the shit and all their decisions right now. It's a really, really good podcast. Do you not watch the last five minutes where it's like the the episode recap? No, dude. <laughs> I kind of just go click. I'm done. No, you got to watch you after the credits roll, and then it's like the episode recap recap where they talk about that episode and the changes they made from the game and whatever else. Well, fuck. Now I have to go back and watch all this for it. Because they had a big one on Marlene whenever, um, though it was the first episode. No, second episode. Whatever. With Marlene in it. They had her and they talked about how, or she talked about how she was so excited to come back and play her role for the TV series. And she looks just like she did in the game. Yeah, well, it's her. I mean, they used her for everything. Yeah, I'm saying it's like... it's just kind of crazy what, what technology has gotten to us mm-hmm. like video games and whatnot. Because uh, was it last of us part two? Um, I mean, I don't know if you've listened to one of our recent two game episodes, but that was the best looking game for me personally of all time was last of us part two. Was that most recently or is it like six months ago? No, this is like uh last couple episodes. I forget. Oh. What, I forget what specific episode it is. Uh, one hundred three. Okay, now I don't think I did watch that one. I watched one whenever you, Christian, and I think Chris were reviewing the game. That was I was still in school for that, or you were talking about the game at one point. Oh no, that was me, Christian, and uh, Dan. Okay, did the review of the of part two, but on episode one hundred three, we actually we talked about the best five looking games that we've ever played. Okay. That made my number one. No spoilers for the episode, by the way. But I still think that is the best looking game of all time. But that's going to be enough from us, guys. We appreciate y'all joining us for this episode, our review and recap of episode number four of The Last of Us. Uh, Stay tuned uh, because episode five comes out tonight. Hopefully we can get that episode out to y'all at some point early in the week. So we appreciate you joining us, and we'll catch y'all next time on another episode. Laters. Thank you.